0: today, the kingdom, the power, and the what? What kind of message is this? The kingdom, the power, and the glory. God says, I got the kingdom. I got the power, and I got the glory, and you can't handle it. I ain't there. Amen? So, let's start our message. I'm going to ask you, I know I don't do it often, and you just start to settle in and go to sleep. That's great. Stand on up with me. Come on, here we go. Come on, get on up. Come on, you'll be fine. I ain't never coming back here again. Well, I'll be here. Amen. Come on. Here we go. Let's start with verse 9. You'll know why now once you stand. You'll see. After this manner, therefore, pray ye. Help me. Here we go. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Be seated if you would. Now see, did that hurt you? Amen. You probably are saying, yeah, it hurt me. I'm hurting all over. Here we go. So, where'd the title come from? I think you know, don't you? For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's look at that. What, what's this about today? This idea that God's got this. Well, the kingdom, the power and the glory. Well, for there to be a kingdom, say it with me, there has to be a what? There has to be a king. Now, now here's the big kicker. It ain't you. And it ain't me. But the church, many churches have run straight off the rails by, I don't know, people in church thinking it's their little kingdom. Y'all get my drift on that, yes or no? How many have been to a church like that where so-and-so or miss such-and-such or such-and-such and and -and who-and-who-whatever he was? It was like his little church. Let me see some hands. Let me see some hands. How many of you know some churches I didn't cause lots of problems? Lots of problems. There you go. Well, that's not how we do fellowship church. I'm no king. I'm just like you. And many of you are better than I am. You don't have some of the crazy thoughts I have, probably. You hadn't lived the life I've lived. You a lot better than I am. But even though you're better than me, what's that got to do with anything? You Jesus? Say, I don't think so. So, this is not some place we need to be. We don't want to be wanting the kingdom. We don't want to have that power. We don't want to have that control. This is my little kingdom. It happens in office places. Territorialism. Y'all know that? In the office place. Don't don't you touch my stuff. That's my stuff. Get out of here. We had a Christian school years ago, and we had a lady we had to deal with. She, you can't, I mean, come on. We're supposed to be doing this for G. Don't touch my stuff. What, What are you? Where are you at? Anyway, crazy. Yes or no? Amen. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay? So let's talk about it. Let's sort of unpackage it a little bit. So it's not you and me that are king. It's not our kingdom. Whatever that might be. And the flip side of that coin is this. Since it's not your kingdom and it's not your power and it's not your glory, the flip side of that is when bad things happen, when struggles happen, when hardships happen, when things you can't handle happen, that's good to know. That you ain't king anyway. King Jesus can help you handle this crap. Yes or no? Amen. Say. But you've got to rely on him. So the flip side, one is a pride side. The other side is this poor pitiful old me side. Or something like that. Listen, this is a good lesson for us today. So hang in here. And it's a little difficult for me because I'm trying to weave and trying to figure it out a little bit with you as I'm doing it. Here's a scripture I want you to learn. Say it with me. Now unto the king, eternal, immortal. Invisible, you're none of that. The only wise God, be honor and glory forever. We used to sing it with the kids years ago and we teach them scripture songs now. Unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen, amen, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. What a great scripture. See that scripture? Your name ain't in it. (laughs) Amen. Yes or no? So, so much for power plays, power grabs, kingdom building, whatever. Amen. Our place is at Jesus' feet. Humility. God says, the pride I'll abase, the humble I'll lift up. Amen. That's throughout the scriptures. He has no place for this. Look at this scripture. I saw heaven open and behold a white horse and he that sat on him is not you or me. Amen. No, he that sat on that horse is Jesus. He's called faithful and true. In righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes are as a flame of fire. You got pretty eyes, but you ain't got them. Amen or oh me. His head was many crowns. He had a name written that no man knew but himself. He was clothed, set with, with, a, with a vesture dipped in what? Blood. And his name is called who? The Word of God. Jesus. And the armies which were in heaven followed him on white horses, clothed in fine and white and clean. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword. That would he should smite the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he, tw- he treads the wine press of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. He hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name. Say it with me. King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. So I just wanted you to see that as we start this message. Who's the king? What's his name? Amen. It's not you and me. So the kingdom and the power and the glory belong to the who? To the Lord and not to who? And you might know that already, guys. But if we knew it already, why have we had issues with it? Amen. or what? That tug of war we play with somebody. What would Jesus say? If your enemy thirsts, feed him. Give him drink. If he wants your cloak, if he wants your coat, give him your cloak. Give him that as well. Amen. Instead of a mile, walk how many with him? Two. That was Jesus' way. It's never been about the power grab or the power plays. You know, this can help you in all kinds of ways in your life if you get that down. Amen? In marriage. Well, I'm the husband. I'm the... Well, who are you talking to? Say. Yes or no? Two become one flesh. The two of us didn't become you. Okay? Amen. So this is helpful to us. So God says, listen, I've got this. This kingdom thing, this power thing, this glory thing. Don't even go there. Amen? So let's break it down a little bit. But here's our problem. Here's our problem. We want it. We want the kingdom. We want the glory. We want the power. Yes or no? Amen. I know you all are good people, but I know there's a lot of you people that want the glory and the power out there. Okay? Come on. Come on. That's just something we struggle with. Come on. Satan did, didn't he? How would it work out for him? Didn't work out too good, did it? No. God cast him down. He'll do the same to you. He'll do the same to me. Amen or oh me? Amen? Come on. Somebody said, what do you say when you say amen or oh me? They didn't know what I was talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's like some of you might say oh my or something like that. It's it's, So be it, amen, or is it oh my, whatever. That's why I say that sometimes. I know it's a little bit weird. Let's get a wake-up call about this kingdom thing. Let's get a wake-up call about this power and glory thing. There's some scriptures. I just want to throw them up real quick for you. I'll read them. Certain man... Named Ananias and Sapphira, his wife. They sold a possession, so they had some land. And they kept back part of the price. His wife, being privy or private to it, brought a certain part of the possession that they sold. So here's some money. And they laid it at the apostles' feet. And Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Ghost, to the Holy Spirit? To keep back what? Part of the price of the land. So they sold land. They came to the apostles' feet. Because the churches were in need. People were hurting. Persecution was happening. And they gave part. But they wanted to appear before the apostles and others that they had given what? Everything. Because, see, I just love Jesus. And Peter says, while it remained, was it not your own? After you sold it, was it not in your power to do with it what you, what you pleased? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You've not lied to men. You've lied to who? Lied to God. And Ananias, hearing these words, he fell down what? He fell down and gave up to what? If you don't believe in ghosts, you're going to believe in when you die. Because ghost means breath. Amen? That's what it means. He gave up his last breath. He he lay in there. And great what came on those that heard it? Fear. And it should still make us fear today. This man trying to get glory, trying to get credit for his money. Yes or no? Amen. And this is in the Bible for a reason. And the young men arose, wound him up, carried him out, buried him. Quick, bang, you're done. About three hours later, when his wife, not knowing, what happened? Boy, you wish you'd had cell phones or something. You know what I'm making? that. But anyway, three hours, I always say this, she was at the mall. <laughs> spending some of that money, doing something. But this was all a plan. Her hubby wanted glory, she wanted glory. So Peter answers, says, tell me how much you sold the land for. She said, yeah, 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 that's right, that much. Eh, wrong answer. Peter said unto her, How is it that you've agreed with your crazy husband to tempt the spirit of the Lord? Behold the feet of them that's buried your husband are at the door. You see them shoes out there underneath the door? they come coming to get you. And she fell down straightway at his feet, yielded up the what? Breath. Gone. And the young men came in, found her dead, carried her forth, and buried her by her husband. Now say this last verse with me, the whole thing. Help me now. And great fear came upon all the church and upon as many as heard these things wonder why that's in the bible because god says it's my glory it's my power this has no place in the church amen and i'm just going to say it i probably get a little sideways sometimes but when i say things but we don't kowtow to people around here because of your money do you hear me Whether somebody has two nickels or two million, you're no better than anybody else. Okay? And God bless you if you've got the funds like that. I, I'm not one of those that think you gotta take all your money and give it away, give it to the government, okay? I'm not one of those jokers, okay? I think it's great that you've worked hard, you've invested, you have, that's beautiful. But the, one of the things we do here is everybody's equal, everybody matters here. There's no pecking order here. Yes or no? Amen. That's not a good line to drop on me. Say, well, I've got all this money. I'm going to go, well, you know, I'm bald. Okay, whatever. (laughs) It's all going to burn one day. And if you die today, whose is it anyway? Yes or no? Amen. We've got a a greater message here. That message is Jesus loves you. You need to be saved. Put your faith in Christ. Amen. But these messages are there because we have problems with this, right? Here's another one. I'm just walking through the Bible. There's a certain man called Simon, not Peter, which before time the same in his city used what? Sorcery. He was a devil man. I just call him that for simplicity. He's an old devil man. And he bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was somewhat. So here's that power. Look at me. To whom they all gave heed, from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. Do not ever say that about me. Amen? This man is not the great power of God. He is the great power of God. Amen? Say, he's the great power of God. These people that fall down at preacher's feet or go all these places all over America and try to get close to this preacher guy on TV, they are nuts. That's my opinion. Did you hear me? Yes or no? When I have a friend that's sits closer than a brother and his name is Jesus and I got to drive to Taiwan to see you, I don't think so. Amen. Come on. So, to him they had regard because that long time he bewitched them with sorceries and when The people believed Philip's preaching the good things concerning the kingdom of God and Jesus Christ. These people were baptized, both men and women, and became followers of Christ. Then Simon himself also what? He believed. He got saved. This demon joker. And when he was baptized, he continued with Philip. He walked with him. He was learning from him. He wondered. He saw the signs and miracles that the apostles did. Now, when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them who? Peter and John. Wow. Wow. Boom. Who, when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost, for as yet the Spirit was not fallen on them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And there's no doubt when you read the scriptures, some unusual things happened at Jerusalem. And it's just starting, and the church is just starting. And so Peter and John go out there to continue what started in Jerusalem. Then laid they their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. And guys, I don't know all about this, but I know one thing. What I see a lot in the church today of people putting hands on people and receiving the Holy Spirit, it doesn't line up with the Bible. Y'all hear me? Yes or no? It doesn't line up with the Bible. My strong-held personal view, and I think it's based on Scripture, you receive the Holy Spirit, the living God, when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Did y'all hear that or not? I don't come to Jesus, put my faith in Jesus, and get a halfway package. Y'all hear me or not? But if I go to this church over here, I'll get the rest of it. Now I don't buy that. I don't buy that, especially when I see so many of these jokers. You hear me or not? I know that's strong. If you came from a church like that, you might not like me. But try and say just you know hating on me. Think about what I just said. Amen. Say. So anyway, but certainly we know this happened like this. Then there's no doubt about it. Okay. And so when Simon saw through the laying on the hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered Peter and John what? Money. Give me this what? Power. That on whomsoever I lay my hands, he can get the Holy Ghost. And Peter said unto him, say it with me. Your money perish with you. Because you thought the gift of God could be purchased with money. You don't have a part nor lot in this matter. Your heart's not right in the sight of God. God. Repent, therefore, of this wickedness. Pray to God if perhaps a thought of your heart could be forgiven. I perceive you're in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. I mean, Peter didn't cuss at this point probably, but but he is about to. Amen? He was madder and a horn at this joker. Then answered Simon and said, pray you the Lord for me that none of these things which you have said come upon me. Amen? So, my point is, there's just no place for us wanting that power like that. Are you all with me or not? Okay, I feel like I'm putting you to sleep. Here we go. Chapter 3, Revelation, unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans. This was the most wealthy church, most affluent church of the seven churches in the book of Revelation. Here's what Jesus said about them. These things, I says the amen, the faith of the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works. You're neither cold nor hot. I would you were one or the other. You're lukewarm. Okay, you're comfortable. You're believing in you, your works, your power, your good thing. So then because you're lukewarm and not cold or hot, Jesus says, sit with me. I will what? You desire the kingdom. You desire the power. You desire the glory. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be throw up. I can't tell you the number of people I know that are shipwrecked in their faith because they got on a power kick. Amen. Amen. Not any place for us. God says, how about you let me handle the power and the glory and all this stuff? How about that? Amen? That's the point of the word today. Because you say, I'm rich. This church says, I'm increased with goods. I have no need of nothing. And you don't know you're wretched, you're miserable, you're poor, you're blind. You're naked, Jesus says. I counsel you to buy me gold. Say gold with me. Gold. Read that. Tried the what? You know, the most most valuable things in my life have not been money. The most valuable things that have been life-changing for me have been my times I've been tried in the fire. How many would agree with me on that? That's been in your life. The most valuable life-changing things is the things that, that I've been tried, man. I've been burned. But I came out as what? Gold. That's what the Bible says. Amen? That's what Jesus is saying. This power, this money, this kingdom building, this whatever. I've got something better than that I can give you. Gold tried in the fire that you can truly be rich. And white rain that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness does not appear. Anoint your eyes with eye salve that you can truly see. Amen? So, just a little wake-up call, just some little thoughts up front, and i got three little basic points, amen, the last few minutes of the message. And so, if you're like, I'm dying here, set up and come on, here we go. The kingdom, the power, and the glory. Let's look at it. Three things. God says, I've got this. Already? Three things. Okay, I've seen the wake-up call. I've seen it didn't work out for Ananias. I've seen it work out for and work out for the church at Laodicea. Well, it ain't going to work out for you. God's God you're not. God ain't big on you. God's not big on me. Oh, look, they're scary today. <laughs> God doesn't do that. Understand, yes or no? God loves me. God gave his son for me. Okay? But the world does not revolve around me. Amen. Here we go. So, number one. The kingdom is who? Who? The, can y'all say it loud with me? The kingdom is now right say this, I write these things, so I wrote it my opportunity. Say this with me. I ain't smart enough. You people that think you did everything. the world revolves around you. if you're watching online, hello, or radio. listen, you ain't as smart as you think you are, okay. The kingdom, the church. I hope this I hope this smacks a lot of churches that are power churches. You know what I'm saying? I hope when they hear this. Good, listen good. Amen. The kingdom is God's. I ain't smart enough. Let's look at some scripture real quick. For him were all things created, and that won't you. <laughs> this Jesus, amen, and it won't me. For by Jesus we're all things created that are in heaven, that are in the earth, visible and invisible. Whether they're thrones, dominions, principalities, powers. All things were created by Jesus and for Jesus. But I thought I was in charge. No! And Jesus is before all things. And by Jesus, all things are held together. Amen? Can you imagine you holding the planet together? And you might not even balance your checkbook. I have no idea. I'm just saying... And He's the head. Jesus is the head of the body, the church. I thought some man was the head of this church. No, Jesus is the head of our church. Amen. Who's the beginning? The firstborn from the dead, that in Him, Jesus might have all the what? He gets all the glory. He gets all the praise. Amen. For it pleased the Father that in Jesus... All fullness dwells. Amen? So, and having made peace through the blood of His cross by Jesus to reconcile all things unto Himself, by Him I say whether there be things in earth or things in heaven. Amen? Whether it's kingdom stuff down here or kingdom stuff up there, whether it's power down here or power up there, glory down here or glory up there, it's all about His glory and His kingdom and His power. Amen? So, the kingdom is God's. I ain't smart enough. So what did I learn about this, the kingdom's God. God owns everything. A lot of us don't believe that though. He owns everything. If you didn't live in America, you think you'd have what you have? Say, I'd be I'd be really good in Cambodia. I'd be rich over there. I don't think so. Did you hear me or not? And don't get mad at me because I said Cambodia. I could have said anywhere. Russia, okay? Russia. Here we go. Iran, whatever. Listen, God owns everything. Every good gift I have is from the Lord. The fact that I've had a job, an education in this country, God gets the glory. Amen. Amen. That's what we're talking about. He's before all things. He's created all things. He upholds all things. He's above all things. That's what Colossians said. He knows all things. He rules all things. Not me. I'm not in charge. Come on. I'm the pastor here, but this ain't my kingdom. Do you all know that or not? Now, Fellowship Church, I believe in it. That's why I'll put a ball head on on the back of my truck. I believe in it. And I wish you would get a free magnet. Put it on. I'm not ashamed of you. That's why I put that on there. I'm not ashamed of you. I'm not ashamed to worship here. Yes or no? Amen. I want others to worship here because they're going to hear stuff like this. It's going to be refreshing to some of them. Amen. Amen. Come on. So the kingdom is God's. So God owns everything. But can you say this if you really mean it? God owns me. God owns me. How can I be in charge of anything when he owns me? Yes or no? Amen. uh, You might say, God doesn't own me. That could be a problem. Look at what the Bible says. What know ye not? Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. Say it with me. Which you have of God. Say it with me. And you are not your own. You're bought with a price. Therefore, do what? Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are what? Did we get that? God owns me. I like that. I can't believe God owns you. He owns me. He bought me with the price of His Son's blood. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for doing that. He owns my time. This might be a help to you to figure out who's running the kingdom here, him or you. He owns my plans. He owns my money. He owns my life. He owns my what? Everything. So don't think that you've arrived here yet today. When I say kingdom, power, glory, well, I don't do that. Well, I bet you you can find somewhere that you're still holding on to. Amen? Learn this verse with me sometime. Would you say it with me, though, now? Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. Just a good way to remember this verse is every good gift comes from God. Amen? Yes or no? It's refreshing when you see that. It's a whole other way of living life. Instead of whining your way through life, moaning your way through life, when you start to know that the kingdom's God's, the glory's God's, the power's God's, all of a sudden your eyes open up and you just start to see, wow, thank you, Lord. Amen. I didn't live that way before. I do now. Ain't got it down pat. I'm working on it. Number two... So the kingdom is God's. I ain't smart enough. The power is God's. Say this with me. I ain't what? You ain't strong enough. You're not all powerful. He is. I'm not all powerful. By His power, I'm saved. I'm saved. And by grace You're saved through faith. And that not of who? Yourself. It's a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should do what? Boast. One of the biggest sins, maybe the biggest sin, is to think that your good works are going to get you to heaven. I'm good enough. It ain't going to get you across the street. Your good works, and that's what a lot of people were taught. They believed that in church, my good works. The Bible says our good works are as what? Filthy rags. So by His power, I'm saved. I can't save myself. I have a hard time getting out of bed sometimes. you understand? Say Come on. By his power, I what? I serve. Jesus came, spoke to his disciples, said unto them, All power is given unto me, he says. I have all power, Jesus says, in heaven and earth. You go out, therefore, teach all nations, and you baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. Now here's the kicker. And lo, I am what? With you always, even unto the end of the world. I don't have all power. He has all power. Any service I do comes from his power. But a lot of times we serve in the flesh. We don't get the praise we wanted. We don't get the accolades. Who are you doing it for anyway? Yes or no? Say. Amen or might oh me? I'm not trying to be hard on him. I'm just trying to be straight up. We serve the Lord. The Bible says, serve the Lord with blank gladness. Does it say that? Come before his presence with singing. Don't serve the Lord with madness because somebody didn't pat you on the back somewhere. I, I don't know. I love encouraging people, but don't serve for that. Serve in his power. Amen. Come on. So, by his power I'm saved, by his power I serve, by his power I live, man. His, that's it. I love this scripture. Say this first part. It's a great scripture. The first part. For in him we live and move and have our... Isn't that a great scripture? For in him we live and we move and we have our being. I exist because of him. I move around because of him. Amen. I'm going to go have lunch after this service because of him. Mm. Amen. Good stuff. I love this scripture. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not who? I. But Christ now lives in me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's not about me. Even though he loves me. It's about his kingdom he gets the power. He has the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Look at this scripture. For me to live is Christ and to die is what? Don't you want that to be your testimony in your dying days? Yes or no? Instead of hanging on, hanging on. And that's one way you'll know you ain't in charge anymore is when your hands don't work. When you can't get out of bed anymore. When you're breathing on an oxygen machine. But it's too late then to change it. It's too late to then realize, I guess I shouldn't have thought I was in charge my whole life. Because I can't even get out of this bed this morning. Why don't you go ahead and realize that right now, why you still can move around. Amen. Say, and see these last years, whatever God has for you, early years, last years, I don't know what they are. That he'll give you an awesome life. Amen. He loves this stuff. By the way, he loves this message today. I believe God's happy with me saying this today and hammering this to, it, to our hearts. You are dead, the Bible says. Your life is hid with who? In God. When Christ, who's our what? He's our what? When he shall appear, then you're going to appear with him in glory one day. Amen? So, we're almost done. Last one, the kingdom, the power, and now the glory. So the kingdom, I ain't smart enough. The power's God's. I ain't strong enough. And now the glory of the glory is God. Say that with me. I ain't what? I ain't good enough. That's the part that probably ticks me off more than ever anything. It's Christians that think they're all that. I don't like it. I don't even have a lot of close pastor friends. (gasps) I'm shocked. Maybe they don't like me. That's all right. I just don't. I'd rather have my friends be regular folk. I just don't see myself above y'all. I'm not trying to brag I don't see myself above no. I just don't see myself above you. That's why I can talk the way I talk. It's the way it is. How many were at a church or you were taught to put the pastor up here? Let me see your hands. Do you mind? I'm not saying I don't appreciate your respect and your kindness and your honor. But how about respect other people that way? How about respect your wife that way? And, you know, husband, you know, wife, respect your husband that way. Wouldn't that be nice, yes or no? Don't, you, don't, just, don't lay that respect just on me. I'm no different. Listen, listen, I don't deserve the glory at Fellowship Church because I ain't good enough. Don't give me the glory. Oh, you're great, Pastor Clark. Please don't do that. I'm not good enough. If you do that, I'm going to tell you some really nasty things that you're not going to hear. I'm going to pull myself down really fast in your eyes. How many personal knowledge, you know I've got some warts and wrinkles. Let me see something. Put your hand down, sucker. Amen. Here we go. You know why? Because the Bible says it. There's none righteous, no, not one, not even you, Clark. There's none that understands, there's none that seeks after God. They've all gone out of the way, they've all together become unprofitable. There's none that doeth good, no, not one. So am I supposed to believe how good you are or what the Bible says? I think we'd be a lot better off if we spent the rest of our life humbling ourselves, And talking about how good the Lord is instead of how good we are. Did y'all lose me on that or not? I think we'd be a whole lot better off spending the rest of our life telling the world how richly God has blessed us instead of how rich we are. And how much money we've made or whatever. Y'all hear me or not? There's a whole other way to live. It's called yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power and yours is the glory. I don't want it. I ain't smart enough, I ain't strong enough, and I ain't good enough. Okay? So, God, I don't want your job because I can't handle it. And God says, well, finally. All right? You see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble men are called... God has chosen the what kind of things of this world? The foolish things of this world to confound the wise. God's chosen the what kind of things? The weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. It's not a bad thing to realize you ain't smart enough, you ain't strong enough. That's a good thing. God says, good, now maybe I'll choose you and use you. The base things of the world, I'm a nothing, I'm a nobody. Good, you're in perfect candidate for God to use you. Things that are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should do what? What? Glory in his presence. Amen. But of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness, sanctification and redemption. See, he's the one that did it all. That according as it is written, he that glories, let him glory in the who? The Lord. I know I've wore you out today, but you'll be fine. Amen. Look at this scripture. We're getting close to being done. Say this one with me. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now that verse speaks to my heart a lot. You know why? I love to eat. And I'm I'm not bragging on me. I am not ashamed no matter where I'm at to bow my head and thank the Lord for the food on my plate. If somebody people aren't offended, it's all a big joke and a lie. I can't tell you how many meals people have walked up to my table and bought my dinner because they saw a man by his head with his family in prayer for the food. It's all a big lie. Yeah, come on, praise the Lord, it's all a big lie. Lemon Bay High School in the state of Florida, all public schools are now having to post in a conspicuous, very conspicuous area, in God we trust in our schools again. Yeah, you ought to thank the Lord for that again. So, so we we put it on our website. We put it on our website. We had probably about 200 comments. And Raj I watched them when they came on. And out of the 200 comments or so, probably 5%. 10% max were negative. You know what that tells me? That tells me it's all a big lie in this country. It's all a big stinking lie. It's 5% or 10% of the people trying to shove anti God, trying to shove all this stuff. When I tell you what, this is a Christian nation. We're still a great nation. If people will stand up, and, but stand up and humble themselves unto the Lord. Give him the glory. Give him the credit. I know I got sideways there. But that's okay. But where are you out in a public place? Not shoving stuff in people's face. That's horrible. Don't nobody want to hear none of that. Amen. Say. But to live your life for Christ is a good thing. Amen. And God will bless you for that. It's all a big lie. Y'all hear me? So anyway. Say that with me one last time. Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. We finished the message, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. But we left off one word. Amen. Look at it right there. Amen is the last word of the Lord's Prayer. You might not have known this, but it's also the last word in the Bible. Amen's found 150 times in your Bible, but it's the same word for when Jesus said, verily, verily, truly, truly, same word. So it's really a lot more times in the Bible than you realize. Amen means, say it with me, so be it. One more time, it means what? So the question is this. Is the kingdom and the power and the glory the Lord's? And do you mean it when you say that? So be it. So be it, Lord. Your kingdom, your power, your glory. Because, Lord, I ain't smart enough. I ain't strong enough. And I ain't good enough. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for his word. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Boom. Amen. Good word for our heart today.